Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's up, champions, and welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, and I am the CEO of Success Champions, and I've spent over 20 years in the sales game and almost four years now running a business. And all that time, I've figured out how to to get better at sales and grow and scale a business. Hanging out with me, as always, is my buddy, Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and genius. This guy is an absolute absolute rock star when it comes to the back end of your business and making sure everything functions and runs properly from a sales perspective. On the show, we talk about all things sales, business development, growing and scaling your business, and we often debate it from the viewpoint of an expert and an introvert. An expert and an introvert today, not not an extrovert. So I'm the expert. You're the introvert. I love that. We're just going to leave that just the way it is. Kevin, on this episode, what are we talking about? Everyone just got a view into Donnie's subconscious psyche. <laughs> I'm the expert and you're not. I like it. Yeah, I like it. yeah it's pretty much that welcome to my life. So today I want to talk about something that uh, plagues all small business owners at some point. We're going to talk about how you manage your clients and still run your business. Man, this is a great topic. I think, you know, oftentimes we're caught up with being CEO of our company and we're caught up on maintaining, keeping client relationships and managing all that time. Man, it, it, it can be very tough to, and it's not even switching hats. It's getting all the shit done. You it's know. the guy on the Ed Sullivan show that has the sticks and the plates and is keeping yes. them all spinning. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. exactly what it is. It's not even um, juggling. It's everything's got to be spinning at once. Yeah, and, and and literally, I mean, one minute you're over spinning this plate, shaking the hell out of it. The next minute you're running over shaking this fucking plate, and while you're doing this one, another one's wobbling, about ready to fall, and you're bouncing back and forth. And yeah, and, God. so. 
So last Friday, this is this real story. I had, you know, I go in the weekend with an idea of, all right, so I'm going to get a couple of these little projects done for clients and get caught up on this. And then Monday, I'll have my big day. I'll work on these things. Friday at 7.41 p.m., I got an urgent email from a client that they had gone in and tried to build out a bunch of stuff in their automation <laughs> and none of it was working the way they were wanting it to. And it was actually, it screwed up other stuff. So let me clarify one thing for all your clients. Don't touch Kevin shit because I break everything I fucking touch. So, <laughs> I, And I have a couple clients who go in and they'll do stuff. They'll do emails on their own. They'll make pages and it's all fine. This one was doing some like huge automations and was like adding added like 70 different fields and oh, custom fields and she added them wrong. And I'm like, oh, God. Um, so, yeah, so I had a giant... A giant platter. It wasn't just a little plate. It was a whole platter that was now wobbling. <laughs> you know, well, and, and taking account, you get shit like that, right? So you get the, the, the derail, right? This massive thing that just totally disrupts your whole schedule. Or like, you know, and I'll compare it to like doing something on the farm. For me, I'm like, oh, that project's going to take an hour to yep. rebuild that fence. And nine hours later, I'm still building the same fucking fence, <laughs> you know? Because we... we, we over or underestimate the time something will take to do, um, you know, and we will go into it thinking we're overestimating the amount of time, you know. So <laughs> I love the the platter reference because that's a wobbly <laughs> motherfucker. Um, so you know, for for me, I get to a point of mental exhaustion. You know, um, usually it starts happening in the in the afternoons where I start getting to mental burnout. And I literally just can't function very, very well. And it comes because I'm trying to do all the juggling and putting out the fires and things that, that pop up. And then at the same time, trying to keep the vision of where this whole fucking thing is going, you know, and mapping out, you know, the phases and next steps and, and all we're doing. So, I, I mean, I think for me, the the juggling act, if you will is one, I have to start putting things in particular silos, you know, and start putting things in boxes and and start figuring out particularly, you know, okay, how do I handle a fire? How do I handle, you know, this stage, this process? And how do I, you know, keep one foot out in the marketplace, you know, and then how do I keep a handle on operational things? Yeah, I find myself going one of two ways. I will either get so engrossed in the operational things and actually doing client stuff and getting all the projects done on time and, and being, you know, that way that like everything else in the business just like stops. And all of a sudden I have like two months of bookkeeping I need to do and all the stuff that needs to be done to run a business doesn't get done. Or I get really focused on all the other stuff. And then all of a sudden I have all these client deadlines. So yep. I am I am totally on this teeter-totter thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I would really like to be somewhere more in the middle. So, But I think part of it is, uh, for me, the whole, it's like, ooh, new client. Awesome. Uh, revenue went up. I can now do more things. Well, now I have more work. And it's a cool issue to have. But it's to the point now where I actually need people. Yeah. And I yeah. and, uh, and I, I my that, my that, willingness to wanting to grow revenue is now putting me in a place where like crap now I have to spend money. 
<laughs> well, and but I, I think that's 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 that growth moment that a lot of small business owners as we get to is oh fuck, what is that next move? And you know, I still go back to one of my best activities I ever did in my life was the Steve Jobs list. And if you guys haven't heard me talk about it, I went and wrote down every task I was doing in the business on a sheet of paper on the left-hand side, drew a line straight down it, and in the column to the right, I wrote down, would Steve Jobs do this task? And what you're going to find out really fucking quick is you're doing a lot of stupid shit you shouldn't be doing in your business. Um, and a lot of tasks. Um, and most people get to that spot to where, well, fuck, revenue's right there, but I have to hire, holy shit, um, is there enough revenue to justify this hire? And am I going to keep it? What happens if I lose a client? I mean, and you've got so many thoughts running through your head to be able to scale and grow. And unfortunately, the answer is you got to pull the trigger and take the risk and then keep your foot on the fucking gas from a business development standpoint. Um, and then what unfortunately I, I see most people do is they take the risk, they hire the individual and then they stop the business development side of things and then they lose a client and now they got to look at the person they just hired and they're like, Hey, sorry, I, I don't have the revenue to continue paying you for this position. So I, I really think from a, a, a CEO standpoint, you have to remember, you're always going to be the top sales guy. It shouldn't be that way, but it is right. You're always going to be the number one salesperson because nobody else is going to have as much passion about your business and company as you do. So you, you have to keep one foot out there, but you have to remove things off your plate. Yeah, I, I think it's completely appropriate when you bring on that new person and you start offloading some stuff to take a deep breath and, and uh, figure out, all right, so here's what my workload now looks like. But then you got to jump right back in and keep going. You can't, that, yeah. that deep breath can't be a month. It can't be two weeks. It's got to be a couple days of, oh, all right, sweet. I have this off my plate and here's what my day looks like now. Here's how I'm going to do business development and figure out where you throw those other tasks back into your schedule that were falling off before. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's a great way. I mean, when you bring on your staff and you start bringing on you know employees and stuff, your your business just like it hit a new level of a game in, in, in you know, on an arcade or something, because now you have to take all those skills and knowledge you ever, ever, that you have, and now get prepared for this next stage of business. So your processes, your systems, your stuff has to level up to a larger culture inside of your company. You can't maintain what you've been doing because that's what got you there. It's actually got to go bigger. So now you've got to think about specifically, how am I managing now a team of people and continuing to do the business development roles? And I think the mistake a lot of people do is they want to outsource the sales side of things. Go like, man, if I can just get that off my plate, you know, world will get better. And the answer isn't to outsource the sales side of things. That's your job, especially as a small business owner. It's to outsource the operational shit to clear that shit off your plate so you can continue to build the business versus doing the shit behind the scenes. I think we probably need to have an episode why outsourcing your sales is the wrong move. Because oh, I agree. Because we see that with a lot of our members and our our dual clients a lot that you know like, well, so I want to hire salespeople you don't even know how to sell the product yourself 
How are you going to teach other salespeople how to do it? Um, so that furious typing you just heard was Donnie actually adding that into our episode list. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> you know, people ask us you know, all the time, how do we come up with content for the show? That's it. That, that know, is exactly we, we, it. We ask in the Facebook groups, we'll get content, we're having these conversations, and we just add new episodes. You know, but it, it's, it's this idea, guys, that your business has to level up. It has to evolve, which means thinking bigger about your processes, your systems. I know, Kevin, shut up. I'm talking about processes and systems. Um, but you have to you know, move them to a bigger and better place because... Like I said, what you were doing got you to that level. That same level of activity is not going to get you to the next level. You, you've got to move it. I agree. So let's talk about what that small business owner does who's not at the point where they can pull the trigger yet. How um, do they manage all the stuff that we have to do as business owners? They go back and listen to episode seven and how to get people to work for you for free. <laughs> I was literally just scrolling through our sheet. I'm like, what episode was that? Um, but but I, I think two things need to happen. One, um, I love the four grid system, uh, the, the time management four grids. And I forget what's in all four boxes, but it's like, you know, put four boxes, put one, put, you know, time sensitive, needs to get done. Next box, do... Uh, time sen time sensitive, but doesn't have to be done immediately. And you know, you put your urgencies in there, or you make out a list of specific tasks that you have to knock out. And I know early on for me, one of the things that I had to put in place was, okay, what has to get done before I finish this day? So no matter what interruptions, no matter what happens, no matter what comes into play, I can't go to bed until X is done. That saved me a lot of heartache and time. Um, made for some long fucking days, don't get me wrong. But it, it allowed me to adjust um, what I was doing in the moment. But I, I, in addition to that, I think you have to schedule your day to switch hats. You know, a portion of your day has to be business development. A portion of your day has to be operational. A portion of your day has to be billing and accounting. You know, and I think those are the three big hats that you have to make sure as a solopreneur that you're functioning in. I mean, so so it's really simple that you think about, okay, what am I selling today? Where, what's my business development activity? What do I need to accomplish? And then open your fucking bank account, right? Go look at the fucking numbers. Um, because I think a lot of small business numbers are scared to open their bank account because they're not doing very well. And guys, that's normal as you're starting out. Everybody struggles financially starting out, you know? So, but if you get in the habit of making sure you have those three areas, you know, conquered, not conquered, but you're working on them, you'll stay in the right place with your business. But that's the three-legged stool, I think. Yeah, I think the other thing that's really important to do is manage your message, your inbound messages, so email messaging all that stuff whenever your email notification goes off that we are so conditioned right now in this this era to stop what we're doing and look at our email and that takes time out of your day so and it's probably gonna take you down a rabbit hole it's like oh this thing happened well i can fix it quick and now you're working on something else instead of what you were trying to get done in your allotted time zone so i've gotten a lot better at actually doing email in the morning when i get up 
Uh, first thing, I'll go through email, answer stuff, reply to people, uh, take care of that. And then I'll do it again at lunch. I'll usually have a half hour break at some point around that time of day. Occasionally, I'll have that time there. <laughs> um, and then I'll do email again and I'll, I'll catch up with whatever came in in the morning and uh, put out any fires. And then uh, sometimes again, I'll do it in the evening. But now I don't have my email notification going off. Whereas like, oh, I got to take care of this. And now I got to take care of this. And you can do the same thing with Messenger. And, you know, it's one thing using Messenger to reach out, hey, client, I'm doing this. Or, hey, accountant, what's this status? And using it as a messaging tool. But it's when you're accepting all the incoming things that now take your focus off of what you're actually trying to get accomplished. And I, I got to give Kevin kudos on this because he does this really, really well. Because I'll often say, hey, did you see that post in the Facebook group? Because I'm always on. I mean, um, even doing operational stuff, I'm sitting here because my biz dev is Messenger. Whether it's Facebook Messenger, LinkedIn Messenger, Twitter Messenger, Instagram DMs, that that's my business development. For Slack, the most part. And you're on Slack, Slack now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've just got a ridiculous amount of conversations going. But um, I'll often ask Kevin, and like, hey, did you see so and so? He goes, no, I haven't been in there today. And it's because he's really balancing his time. Now, truthfully, Kevin has a lot more tactical things operationally he has to do to make sure his stuff gets done for his clients, his business, my business, because he might as well be CEO at this point. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's, I love this idea and I'm literally on a sheet of paper. I just draw, drew a four legged stool that the four areas you need to be looking at is biz dev operations, your inbound messaging, whether it's email, messenger, anything, you know, along those lines, and then accounting. And I think if you block out those segments of four times in your business, you're going to find that those spinning plates are not wobbling as much. Because I think oftentimes when we think about all the balls in the air, all the spinning plates, we're thinking in these monstrous terms and we think we have 500 plates or 500 balls in the air. If you start dwindling down to these four key areas, I think you're going to start managing the company a hell of a lot better and allow you to block it out into the right segments to make it actually work. So that's the biggest takeaway for the show, guys, is is get those four key areas dialed in and and make your business work because of you, make it work for you, make it do the things you need to do. And as always, guys, if you got any tips or tricks or anything out of this episode that's of value to you, do us a favor and share this with somebody else who may need to hear the message or may need to help and grow their business. As always, thanks for listening to Growth Mode. Appreciate you guys. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. 
there are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.